Hi, my name is Anamika Hops, and this is The Art Friend Show, where every conversation focuses on getting to know the essence of creativity itself. I'd love to invite you as well to join me inside of Art Friend School, where we go deeper into these topics and join in with other art friends around the world. Thanks so much for joining us, and let's get to the show. Welcome to the Art Friends Show. Here's something cool that you're gonna love to know. Hi, my name is Anamika Hops. I'm an artist here in Portland, Oregon. And this is day 96 in a row of going live and hosting the Art Friends Show. On the Art Friends Show, I talk about all kinds of things related to our creative practice. And my entire goal is to help you stay in motion creatively. What I've found in all my years of making art myself and now helping lots of artists professionally as their art mentor is that um, we all encounter our own forms of doubt and stuckness and fear as a normal part of our creative practice. We walk through the perspective of fear on our way back into confidence. And to me, the concept of art friend is confidence embodied. It's like your inner wonder woman. I think of our inner art friend as that part of us that has the audacity and the inspiration to take an idea and act upon it, to practice something through the frustration and fear until we've made something beautiful. So my goal here is to help you work with your self-expression, to um, also help you share your work with the world, and to have even more community by having these conversations out in the open. I'm so excited to now have really built the Art Friends Show, and I've also founded the Art Friends School membership, where I teach more deeply on these topics, and I also facilitate open studio hours where artists can interact, share their work, and form community. Join me inside of the Art Friends School membership. I'd love to have you in there. Okay, so today's show is going to be about starting an email list right now before you think you're ready. Okay, you're going to be like, hey, honey, I'm not at that point, but, but hear me out. Um, and I may grab my dog. She's been woofing quite a bit. So real life. Um, okay, so here's the deal. When I've been doing this mentoring program for many years, since 2018, with my fellow artists, I implore each one to start an email list by the end of the program. In this process, I've helped people, you know, make a cohesive new body of work, debut it to the world, and I really feel like it's important to have an email list. Um, the, The reason why it's really important to have an email list on behalf of your art is that you own that list of connections, right? You may be watching this right now, live streaming on Instagram. You might be listening to this in the future. The audio will be on my podcast or the video will be repurposed onto YouTube. But those platforms, well, especially Instagram and YouTube, those social media sites that give us this amazing ability to connect, we don't own those, right? And we all have seen the rise and fall of like MySpace and different platforms and the algorithms really favor the companies that are building them. And so we don't have as much control over 
how to reach people when we really want to. So email lists can be a beautiful and intimate way to build a connection with people who are touched, moved, and inspired by your art. Now, you may be saying, oh, I don't, you know, I don't have an audience or blah, blah, blah. Um, let me just back it up a second to like this very essential theory of the three types of value that we create with our art to see where an email list might play a role for you. And so I see that one of the primary values of making and creating art that's redundant, but one of the primary values or like purposes of art making is self-expression, right? We make it, we have the urge to make it, it helps us self-actualize, um, you know, practicing and and um, becoming proficient in a medium, whether it's painting, drawing, performing, singing, whatever it is, like it helps us as creative beings feel fully self-expressed. A lot of people make art for this reason and this reason only and never really share it with the world or never turn it into a money-making venture. And that's totally valid. The other type of value or purpose that our creative practice can have is connection with others. This is when, and I'm talking about this, sure, your connection, but also it's just the art object or the creative thing, it's relationship and the connection that it creates with others. So that's when, for example, my self-expression makes this painting, but then I release it to the world and it, it touches, moves, and inspires other people. They create meaning in it and it like goes out and lives its life in the world. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about the value of connection that our art practice creates or our art objects create, okay? We've got self-expression, we've got connection, and then we've got money and money is essentially a purpose or value we can create by turning our creative practice into a product or a service. A lot of artists are entrepreneurial and create a business around a product or a service that they have um, come up with from their art. Um, other artists offer a product or a service like as an employee or contractor basis, for example, like an illustrator being hired to work for Hallmark as an employee or something like that, okay? So if we think about the premise of art making, serving the purpose of self-expression, connection, and or making money, um, how can an email list benefit you if you're in one, two, or all three of those arenas with your art making? All right, well, if you're in arena number one, which is self-expression, yeah, you could argue that you don't need an email list because it's just for you. You're going to be practicing it. Um, it. It intrinsically serves its purpose. Fine. Anything I say, you can just be like, that lady, that's her idea. You do not have to take it to heart, right? I don't think of myself as like a coach or an expert. I'm a fellow artist sharing what I know to help keep you in motion creatively. And that I've somehow, or with a whole lot of tenacious action, been able to make that my career. So if you want to stay in the realm of self-expression and you do not want to deal with an email list, more power to you. However, most of the artists that come to me are in the realm of self-expression and they're really eager to go into the debut realm of more connection that their art can create. And also they're really interested in products and services that they could create a business around, right? So I want you to think about it like this, like creating an email list can actually be an act of self-expression in and of itself. 
I have found while having my own email newsletter list now for over a decade that I have my own unique voice with that, with emailing my art um, community that is like a creative practice in and of itself. But I don't want to get too far ahead of you. This is simply a uh, an overview of why I think it's very valuable for artists to create an email list before you think you need it. And then I'm going to give you a simple overview of how to do that. So in the realm of self-expression, you can create an email list simply as an add-on add to your creative practice and start to find your voice with the practice of letting people know. That then kind of leads you naturally into the realm of connection. That's where your art, if you want to think about it as a child, which I know is problematic in a lot of ways, but there's just that that idea of you, you know, you create it, you raise it up, but then it lives its life out in the world and it forms its own relationships. That's the realm of connection. So it's really obvious to me that email lists can be a huge benefit if you're in the art or if you're in the realm of creating connection based on your art making. And then finally, making money, making a product or a service. Well, honey, this is where an email list is very, very powerful because you really do have a chance to speak directly to people who want to hear from you about your art. And as you grow and evolve and you start to find your voice with emailing and creating connection and understand the value, um, that's, it's like, it's so essential. My email list has very recently proven its value by allowing me to do a founding member launch. I sent out, you know, three emails and I exceeded my financial goal. I have 30 founding members. Like we are off to the races. And that's because of that connection that I've built and nurtured over a decade. And so that audience is so well tuned in to the art and the, and the, the offerings that I create. And I can talk to them directly in that way. It's very different from here where it's more of a generalized broadcast and it's, it's through the whim of the um, you know, free platforms, algorithms and such. And we don't know exactly who it's reaching. Okay, but I wanna back up for a minute because if you're listening to this, you probably don't have an email list yet. And I wanna walk you through um, the really simple steps to start one, okay? So just kind of to summarize, wanna make sure you understand how valuable it is to start one before you think you're ready. Um, it can serve as self-expression. It's very good steward of connection. It's really awesome if you have any inklings of turning your art into a product or a service. And then finally, you own that contact list and it makes you way less vulnerable to the unpredictable nature and rise and fall of these free platforms. Um, it's just a great adjunct to that. Cool, okay, so you may be saying, oh my gosh, starting an email list, what do I do? And I wanna remind you to start small. What I've done, I've honed it down to this really simple thing with my clients over the years. And I recommend that you brainstorm a list of 10 people. You know, this could be like your sibling, that neighbor that always asks you about your art, um, maybe like one of your, you know, just people you know in your life who you're not afraid to just ask. And here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna brainstorm a list of 10 people, and then you're gonna ask them directly and individually if they want to be on your art email list. And you could do this via email, you could just, but do not do it as a group email, 
and do not add them to your art email list without their permission. Never ever, not even your mother. Do not do it, okay? What I want you to do is ask them clearly and directly and say something like this. Here's your template, okay? Hi, I'm starting an email newsletter that's going to be about my art. I would love for you to join it. You are not already on the list, but if you reply back to this with a enthusiastic yes, I will add you to the list. I will follow up with you one more time in about a week if I do not hear from you, and then I won't hear I won't ask you again after that. Thanks so much for your love. I love you. And um, yeah, either reply yes or no thank you. And if I don't hear anything at all, I'll follow up one more time. You know, cheers on Amika. So something very simple that says, hey, I'm starting an email. Like I just, I just talked it all through. But I want, what I want you to hear and that the important pieces are that you let them know that you're starting an email newsletter. You let them know that they are not already on it. And you give a really clear um, call to action for them. Reply yes or reply no thank you. And then you tell them to set an expectation that if you hear nothing, you'll follow up one more time and one more time only um, before moving on and you won't bother them about it again. So that way, let's say you brainstorm 10 people and you do this ask, maybe you'll get five on your newsletter list, you know? And I've had clients do this all kinds of ways. I've had them, you know, write it out as an email and then kind of email one person at a time, cut and paste the wording. I've had people do it via text. I've had people get on the phone, whatever you want. But it's basically just starting with a few people and intimately and individually inviting them to join. Okay? Then what do you do? Um, You follow up just one more time you know, and then you wrap that project and you you celebrate those first few people that are on it. So then what do you do with their information? You choose a real, yes, you got to do this, a real, you know, email newsletter platform to use. Um, Currently, there are lots of them um, that are free, like MailChimp has been around forever. That's what I use. There's lots of others, Flowdesk, et cetera, et cetera. By the time you watch this, there might be another better one. But why you need to use these is because they are built to email, because then you can you can craft an email newsletter to more than one person at once, to this group. They're on the list, but there's always an option to opt out within the message. And that keeps you in compliance, yes, with like the laws around it, And it keeps you in integrity with these people because we never, ever, ever want to be emailing people who do not want to hear from us, right? It's hard enough to like show up and stay in motion and email people without the like added fear of that we're bothering them, okay? So we always want to celebrate the people who are on our newsletter and we always want to actually celebrate the people who who reply back at that initial ask no thank you or even every time you send one, there's usually some unsubscribes. Celebrate those as well because their discernment 
is protecting their energy and their life. And it's also giving you a really clear feeling that the people who you're emailing really want to hear from you, you know? Okay, cool. So if you've listened to this whole thing, I really want you to comment. Let me know what you're learning here. Let me know what other questions you have. But I've walked a lot of people through this process. Um, And the final thing I'll say is that um, once you've done this, you've done like the hardest part. You've done the like evaluating your life and seeing, oh, you know, I very well might be at a place where I could start an email newsletter. Even if it's like three people and my mom, it's a start. And I've broken down for you a very simple way to make that ask, okay? Then you plug it into like MailChimp or some sort of free email list software. And what I want you to do for the very first one is just say, welcome, I'm so glad you're here. You know, maybe show a picture of yourself with your art. Keep it so, so, so simple. Just be like, ta-da, we did it. We kicked this thing off the ground, ta-da. Because then... From there on out, you have an email list. So anytime you're doing something with your art, you can tell people about it. And it just builds from there. Dude, I started mine over a decade ago. I used to have a clipboard out when I did local shows. I'd collect, you know, two or three more, two or three more. Before you know it, you're a decade in the future and, you know, you're writing to a thousand people or more and it's like your whole life um, is like very, um, much supported by it. Everybody has a different trajectory. If you're valuing the self-expression of your art, first and foremost, you have a different like need from your email list. If you have really into connection, you'll have a different kind of style. And if you, again, if you're already running a business or you desire to, oh, it's such an asset. And it's just my wish that every artist takes that brave step and just starts it because then you can decide, you know, where to go from there and add to it. I've got a question here in the live stream. I'm going to read it and see if I can think of an appropriate response before I wrap up. Krista J. Brock writes, I have a list going. I get blocked as soon as MailChimp asked for an address. Oh yeah. I work from a home studio. I don't want people knowing my address. Do you use your own or PO box? Great question. So I have a business, a physical business mailing address for my business um, for this very reason. I don't want people, I don't want all my, um, you know, this is in the realm of more business stuff for anyone listening to this. Um, So I'd say actually the simplest thing you can do, Krista, is I think in, in MailChimp, you can just put like city state or you could put I, I don't know. I don't know this for sure, but I don't think you have to actually put your address. You could you can fill in those fields with like, you know, one, two, three, four, five, Portland, Oregon. I'm not positive. I'd have to look that up. But you, do, yeah, don't put your home address if you don't want to share your home address. Um, or maybe look for an emailing service that doesn't require that. I'm not sure. Maybe it's like part of the laws that they have that. Um, and then as an, as an additional tip, I, I feel you on that. I had a studio for nine years that, um, was my business address, like in real life. And when I left that studio, I purposefully got a, not a PO box. It's actually a physical mailing address. 
um, hosted at a UPS store because there are certain things that require a true physical mailing address as opposed to a PO box. Um, but I do see a lot of people who are running a business with a PO box. So that's where a lot of my expertise is in helping artists with self-expression, helping artists take the step to debut and create connection. And I'm happy as a as a peer to discuss the business things, but I think there are business coaches and it's specific to your state, to your country, to your region and the type of product or service you're offering. So but the business stuff can be like um, a little bit, like obviously it can go on and on and on. There's a lot of business questions. But yeah, I would say find a way if the essence of what we're talking about is how important it is to have an email list, find a way to do it that actually works for your life where you don't have to share your home address, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, yeah, I, I always have a separate address too because for example, when you do start a business and then you register it with the state here in the United States, that's public record, all of that, yada, yada. So with all of these things, you know, take them into your own life, evaluate how they really fit and know that there's never just one answer. We're all figuring it out together. I love that you're asking me that. And um, that's kind of the spirit of this show is to have these conversations that we have like with our friends that we're, you know, phone a friend. Hey, what did you do about this? Da, da, da. I love to bring these conversations into a public forum where we can see that essentially we're all just figuring it out and we're, you know, we're in service to our own creativity and collaboration with the ideas that come to us and I think our community is better for it. So thanks for listening. Um, let me know how this applies to your life and I hope to encourage you always to stay in motion creatively and get in touch with your own inner art friend. Over and out for now. I'll see you again tomorrow for another. That'll be an art friend interview tomorrow. Bye. I'd love to have you inside of Art Friends School, where we go deeper into these topics. Follow the link that's in the show notes or find it on my website at onamika.com. 